There's just so much more to hear. Download our podcasts at DubaiEye1038.com. From the Intercontinental Hotel in Dubai Festival City. This is Talking of Books. Live at the Emirates Airline Festival of Literature. Hear from the world's greatest writers. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Hello, welcome back to the show. And we are delighted to be here at the Emirates Airline Festival of Literature. We are here with Tayari Jones, who of course is the best-selling writer of An American Marriage. Um, it's delightful to be here with you in the makeshift studio at the moment um, and just to remind everybody a little bit about an American marriage it is um, an incredible story of this um, newlywed couple Celestial and Roy and their lives are torn apart by a um, major incident um, by a um, Roy is committed um, is sorry accused of committing a crime that he hasn't committed and it kind of t- it completely tears them up, tears them apart um, would you mind telling us a little bit about why you chose the title An American Marriage? Well, I chose the title An American Marriage because incarceration is such a huge part of American culture. The U.S. incarcerates more of its citizens than any other Western country. So a marriage touched by incarceration is uniquely, not exclusively, but is uniquely American. What I love about the story of how this came to be as well is it's a story that's been often repeated, but it, it was inspired by a conversation that you overheard in, um, in a mall, I believe. Yes, I had gone to Harvard to do research about wrongful convictions, and I had a lot of statistics and other facts, but I didn't have a story, and I didn't know what to do. And then I was in a shopping mall, and I saw a young couple, and I heard the woman say, clear as a bell, she said, Roy, you know you wouldn't have waited on me for seven years. And he didn't respond by saying, of course I would. Instead, he said, I don't know what you're talking about. This wouldn't have happened to you in the first place. And I was intrigued because they were both right. I mean, I think, all, I think me, him, and her, we could all agree that he wouldn't have waited on her for seven years. But also, he's right. It would not have happened to her. It would not likely have happened to her. So how do they find their way forward as a couple? I think that's the thing that um, an American marriage does so beautifully is when I was reading it and I spoke about this at book clubs and and this is kind of a a common response that I found is that you read one section written from the perspective of say Celestial and then then Roy and so on and you think okay yes I understand where you're coming from I'm I'm on your side now and then you would you would read the next chapter and you say hang on a minute maybe I'm not so sure and I think you did that incredibly well Um, in engaging the reader's empathy with each of the characters. But did you end up being on the side of one character in particular by the end of it? You know, by the end of it, I was on all their sides because I feel they're all acting in good faith. Roy has been arrested for something he didn't do, and he wants to find a faithful wife at home. I mean, this is something men have been longing for since the Odyssey. But the problem is the Odyssey was 63 BC, I believe. So he has a 63 BC expectation, but you can't really blame him because it's an expectation that's been around for millennia. And Celestial, like me, like you, like anyone, she wants to live her life and follow her dreams. You can't blame her. And Andre has loved her since he was a baby. We all want true love. So they all have very reasonable and understandable desires. But the problem is all their desires can't coexist. Or can they? 
What I think is interesting as well, I'm glad you mentioned the Odyssey because we were literally just talking to Marcus Zusak and the Odyssey is, is interwoven with his book as well. Um, how did you kind of bring that into, um, into your story um, in a way that worked for Celestial and Roy and Andre? Well, Celestial is an artist, and people don't really look at Penelope in the Odyssey as an artist, but she is. She is a tapestry artist. So I was saying to myself, what if Odysseus were to come home from war, and not only has Penelope not been unraveling her tapestry, what if she is famous for tapestries? And so then that brings up a very modern challenge in marriages on what happens when a woman is successful, what happens when a woman has a name for herself. Like that is a huge question for people, incarceration or not. This is what the challenge of modern marriage. Yeah. Um, what I think is interesting as well is, is you write about relationships um, so well and with such uh, nuance. D does that come naturally to you? In real it, life or on the page? On the page. I'm incredibly nuanced on the page. In real life, I don't know. I can be a bit of a terror, I'm afraid bit of a terror. Um, so what I'd also like to talk to you about with uh, regards to an American marriage um, is this this idea that um, Celestial, she's this, um, she's this wonderful artist, she has, she has agency in the book, um, but there's a moment where I think th they're writing letters to each other in the prison and one that really stood out for me was one of the shortest letters of all between the two of them where and, and, and it's wonderful because they start quite long and then they get shorter and shorter and shorter and there's one where he says um but i'm innocent celestial and and she responds with i'm innocent too i'm innocent too and i got goosebumps reading that and i think that really drove home everything that you were trying to say about how like you said you're on all of their sides because they they all are coming to this from different places yes and and they are both innocent they are, they are faced with challenges they should never have to face. So the question of who, which of them did the right thing or the wrong thing, in some ways I think is moot because they should not have had to make that decision. There's Celestial says when she's a child, her mother tells her that because she's black, she has to work twice as hard to get half as much. I feel this is true for this, for this marriage. Marriage should not be, you shouldn't have to work as hard as they have to work. All kinds of people are married. It's not that unique of a situation, but because of his incarceration, the only way they can keep their marriage alive is to work three times as hard as ordinary couples, and they would only get half as much because, as she says, a marriage is not just your heart, it's your life, and they're not sharing their lives. At the heart of the story, there's this really interesting love triangle, you know, so Celestial, Roy, Andre. And as you're reading it, you, you don't know what the resolution is going to be. Did you know at the start? I did not know what was going to happen to these people. I was very worried. I was afraid. I was, at one point, I was afraid someone was going to get killed. I was, I was so anxious. I was afraid of that too. But I needed to find a way forward. But there is another love triangle in this book that no one ever notices. There's a love triangle between Roy, his biological father, and his stepfather. Yes. So he believes himself to be cheating on his stepfather, his loving stepfather, with his biological father. So a lot of these relationships in the book, the circumstances of our lives show us how to treat the people in our lives. As Roy says of his biological father, he would have been a terrible father to me in my real life, but he's just what I needed now. And I think that's also true with the other love triangles. I mean, we need people in different ways depending on what's happening to us. 
Absolutely. I think you've, you've clarified a lot of feelings that I had when I was reading the book as well. What do you hope readers take away from it? I hope that readers walk away with a different understanding of people who are incarcerated. Their lives, their feelings are very much like all of our feelings. They have the same struggles, the same desires, and more importantly, to always never just think of someone as just a prisoner. Every prisoner is somebody's son, somebody's father. Someone, every prison story is a love story because every person is loved. And when a person is taken to prison, the love is taken away. There was a wonderful moment at the festival um, actually as well but um, we'll have to leave it there unfortunately thank you so much Tari for joining us on Talking of Books it's Thanks, a real pleasure Tari. thank you for having me there's just so much more to hear download our podcasts at Dubaii1038.com